Hello, my name is Erica Shea, and you are tuned into Slay, where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action towards achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. This is episode number four, which feels surreal to think about. We are slowly but surely creating momentum with each episode, and it feels really, really good to acknowledge. I have so much love and appreciation for each and every one of you who are in this with me and just showing your support. You know who you are. You the best. And I will stop being sappy now, but I just want you to know that I love you. Okay. So in episode three last week, we touched on how to maximize your potential, your energy, and go about spending it efficiently. You got the general idea, but we didn't go into specific ways to help you make those shifts from masculine to feminine, which is super important since we all ebb and flow throughout the day, depending on the task. And that's need to know info to actually put it into practice, which is why today we are discussing practical tips that can help you access that power and activate your feminine and masculine energy. Five strategies for each one. That way you have plenty to work with throughout each day, because like the quote by Takeda Shingen states, knowledge is not power. All right, it's potential power. Applying that knowledge is power, and understanding why and when to apply that power is wisdom. So, with that said, let's get into it. As we previously covered, every human being, regardless of sex or gender, is born blessed with both feminine and masculine energy, two opposing different forces that are both necessary for balance, so two halves of a whole. When we are tuned in to both energies, we experience balance and feel peace and harmony within. We feel whole. The problem is that life is demanding, right? We all face a ton of unique pressures on a day-to-day basis, and many of us end up leaning more into one of those energies, oftentimes subconsciously just due to life experiences or dynamics, but we are not victims of life or our circumstances. We are intentional. We live on purpose, and I affirm that. That is why we are here. So that means we stay on top of our shit. We know that we can't control what happens around us, but we can absolutely control what happens within us, and that when things change within us, things change around us. So i.e. nothing outside of you is going to make you feel whole, provide you with peace, or a sense of balance. You create it. You create that internally. And some people do that flawlessly with ease. My honey baby, Austin, being one of those people, he's not perfect. But part of what I love, part of what attracted me to him, and part of what incentivizes me to keep wanting to be better is how much further along in his growth and self-mastery he is, like how well integrated both energies are. You can just sense it in people, and those are the kind of people you want to keep close. So what if you're still in the early beginner phase? Like, How do you know when you're in alignment? How can you tell your energies are balanced? The first indicator you're in balance is that you feel good, like effortlessly good without trying to convince yourself. And to be clear also without any foreign substances. So anything that is not already within your body that you're producing, influencing it, you're just sober and feeling that good. All right. You notice these little winks from the universe, these little synchronicities and just feel that 
life is opening up to you in a more positive and rich way. You feel capable of handling whatever the universe throws at you. And the biggest thing to me, which kind of piggybacks off of the last one, is just that you feel this deep and comforting sense of self-trust and unexplainable calm knowingness that you are headed in the right direction. You don't even have to know all of the specifics because you know that what's meant for you will be revealed to you and that the universe has your back. Like you just know intuitively. That's your intuition. Hopefully you have felt those feelings and so you know exactly what I'm talking about, but maybe it's only from time to time and as much as you want to say you do right now, you don't. If that is the case, take a second to think back to when you did feel that. Do you remember what was going on in your life when you felt it? Can you think of what has changed? What is different now? When this happens to me and I recognize that I feel off, just not myself, I take it to literally mean that something in me is not in alignment, either intentions, thoughts, actions, like whatever it may be, I am not living in alignment, which means I cannot show up for myself and others in the ways that matter to me. Something has been displaced. And so I have to start troubleshooting and I I try to stay on it so I can troubleshoot quickly, right? So keep in mind the qualities of each energy that we discussed last week. Remember, masculine energy is going to have active, logical, just task-oriented qualities about it, whereas feminine energy is going to have passive, emotional, relationship-oriented qualities. That's not everything. That's just, just a handful highlights just to keep you on the same page. So what is the first thing I do? I check myself. I ask, am I feeling just unusually triggered? Is everything irritating me or am I just being irritated by everything? Am I obsessing over all of the things that I have to get done? Do I need to go off on someone? Like, would that make me feel better? If yes to any or all of those, I acknowledge that my masculine energy is dominating right now. Okay, say it wasn't any of those. So I keep running my scan. I then ask, am I feeling unusually touchy? Like, I know I'm sensitive, but have I reached just like depressed territory? Do I feel anxious or overwhelmed? What about petty? Like, am I feeling extra passive aggressive? If yes to any or all of those, I acknowledge that my feminine energy is dominating. All right, in either scenario, I can conclude I am no longer operating from best self-centered. That's what I'm going to call it. I am no longer balancing the two energies healthily. So based on the results of my little vulnerability scan, I have to then counter the energy and activate the opposing power. So if I found that my masculine was dominating, I take deliberate action to activate my feminine. If I found that my feminine was dominating, I take deliberate action to activate my masculine. So what do I do? What could you do? Here are five strategies to activate your feminine and begin to restore balance. Grab a pen and paper if you need to take notes. So first thing, you could dance. Like that's number one. You can do it literally anywhere at any moment. So it's always a go-to for me. Probably the quickest and easiest way to get out of your head and into your body. Open up your favorite music platform, crank up the volume on something that makes you want to move your body and let go. Like who cares if someone sees you, the whole point of it is to help you get out of your head and over yourself. So do not think, just let the music inspire you to move. So that's number one. Number two, add spice. So throw on some sexy lace undies or a cute little matching bra and panty set. Maybe put on some lipstick 
walk around the house in a cute little lace nighty. Anything sensual for yourself because the cuteness is just bound to soften you up, right? And we're trying to bring you out of your masculine. Number three, just connect like with the elements. Think earth, wind, fire. So take a walk outside. I like to just sit and enjoy the sky. Maybe go get you some plants if you don't already have some. Light up your candles and incense when you get home. This is a ritual for me. I do it every single night, every single night. And my kids do it too. Austin will do it if he gets home before me. Take a warm bath. All of those are just great ways to slow you down. Number four, schedule you time. This is a must. This is time where you turn your brain off. You force yourself to. You relax with no shame or guilt. You pamper yourself or do whatever it is that you want to do, even if that's just Netflix and chill super fucking hard. I legitimately build this into my week. We call it quiet time in my home. My girls are required to have quiet time too. Depending on what we have going on during the weekend, it's two to three hours of the day. Weekdays, they don't really have the luxury of quiet time because they have a hard 7.30 bedtime with lots to do leading up. I squeeze mine in once they are down and before Austin gets home. We do have a house rule that if anyone calls quiet time for themselves, that we respect their space and give them time alone. So if the girls call it during a week, I honor it. Like Amora's exercised it once or twice on her own, um, but not really too much yet. I imagine as they get older, that'll happen more often. Mila will say it like in the car ride home from daycare on occasions, like she just wants quiet time when she wants to go to bed. Like, so she, when she says, mommy, I want quiet time when we get home, she's really just saying, I want to go to bed early. So feed me and let's go. <laughs> Austin and I are super intentional about connecting each night, but sometimes you're not in the right frame of mind. And we don't want to make the other person feel like we are disinterested or that something is wrong like within our relationship. So we will communicate to each other that we need quiet time typically in advance. And it's been really great for our relationship. It's great when there have been disagreements. The only rule is whoever calls quiet time, doesn't matter who it is in the house, they have to break quiet time. So everyone knows and no one feels like they're walking on eggshells. Remember, this is you time. It is meant to help you decompress, slow down and refill your cup. So do this when you need to nurture yourself. Again, nurture, that's more feminine. Okay. Number five, last thing, the one I struggle with the most, ask for help. Like let others support you. Relinquish control. Give those in your life space to do for you. Those that love you, want to do for you. And it sucks when they never have an opportunity because you do everything. It's, it's, it's like those people who buy themselves all the things that they want when they want. There's a holiday or a birthday coming up and you really want to get them something good. Like you love them. You want to do something great that they're going to love. But then you remember that they have literally everything that they want. And so this gift will be nice, but you'll probably end up being more excited about it than them because if they wanted it, they would have bought it, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I, I hate that shit. So people that are for you want to be able to do for you. Remember that. Give them the opportunity. Asking for help, it takes vulnerability, right? Allow yourself to receive, and this will definitely help activate that feminine power. Okay. So those are your five to activate your feminine. Now say that you're on the opposite end of that. You ran your scan and you determined that you need to activate your masculine. The next strategies are to help you activate 
masculine, all right, and begin to restore balance. First thing that you could do is sweat it out. And by sweat it out, I mean put yourself through a killer workout that really pushes you both physically and mentally to break a sweat to where you could use a towel at the end and your body is begging you for water. Masculine energy is action oriented and it's about getting shit done. Getting through a kick ass workout will absolutely help you activate the masculine. All right. Number two, assert yourself, like speak your truth. If you want something, speak up. If you're feeling away about something, speak up. People are not mind readers. And remember, even though we think some things are common sense, like, duh, like what, like, what are you talking about? Common sense is not so common. So be easy, but get clear and be direct about what you need. Do not internalize, get out of your feelings and talk. Number three, nourish your mind. Learn something new, read a book, complete a puzzle. I personally play brain games every day on my phone. I'm on a 260 plus day streak right now of Duolingo Spanish. I have the Elevate app on my phone that I pay for annually that has just different workouts for like writing, reading, math, speaking, and memory. I think find something that you can get into that helps keep your mind sharp so that you can slay and think logically to the grave. Okay. Number four, go after a goal. If you haven't already get clear on your goals, remind yourself of what your intentions are. Think about what it is that you want to manifest in your life. If you haven't already made a list of your goals and broken them down into bite-sized actionable steps, do it, then get after it. Look at your list and find something that you can tick away at make yourself productive. All right. That's masculine. Number five, honor your boundaries. All right. If you don't already know what your non-negotiables in life are, it's time to give that some real thought, like get clear on what you are and are not willing to tolerate, then align your actions and behaviors accordingly. All right. If something, if you don't want to do something like you need to honor that, if something creeps into your family time, you need to honor that. Remember a non-negotiable is something that is not open to negotiation or modification. You can't be out here self-sacrificing if you're honoring your boundaries. Like we discussed in episode two, self-commitment is key to manifesting your greatness and really making your dreams come true and just producing the best results in your life. Do not block yourself by breaking promises you've made to yourself. Okay. That is 10 strategies total intended to help you get back into vibrational alignment. Five strategies for activating your feminine power, five for activating your masculine power. If you walk away with only one thing from this episode, I hope that it's the belief that you have the literal power to transform your life within you, that all of the resources that you need are already within your possession. It's just about practicing self-awareness, understanding how to leverage those resources and applying them in the right place and just getting better at it over time. So getting better at managing your resources, paying attention to when you feel off and actively striving for a healthy balance of the two powers on a regular and consistent basis. All right. First moment you feel off, check yourself. All right. Don't stay in that too long. Figure out where you were operating from in the moment. Not only is it about who is talking, all right, the voice, the role that we talked about in episode one, but it's about the energetic tone. Is the tone a match for that moment? 
Or do you need to embrace the opposite power a little bit more in order to return to homeostasis or optimize yourself for the task at hand? Experiment with one or some of the strategies that we discussed today and see if it helps you create more balance, produce better results, or just feel better. That's the most important thing to me. All right. Remember, success is the sum of small efforts repeated each and every day. You have got this, and I am here to remind you that you do. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it in your IG story and tag me at Erica Shea. I really appreciate the support. If you haven't yet rated the show or left a review, doing so will really go a long way and just help make this show discoverable to others as they are searching for new things to listen to. Outside of that, you guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, continue to show up for yourself in a major way.